Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's Pillow and Beer. I am broadcasting live from the Hall Cabernet Studio, and joining us once again, welcome back to my co-host, Austin Kroll. Hey, guys. Honestly, honestly, I didn't know that you guys recorded a podcast last week, but I have to say I'm very happy. I'm very pleased because everyone was moving and grooving. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but there was one time that I was on here with you two, as we always are, and uh, I was kind of out of it that day, and you and Nick were talking your um, conspiracy theories, and I was like, all right, so I know that the podcast was in good hands with Mr. Norris uh, manning the helm. Thanks for taking it, buddy. Yeah, we kept it in the family. Uh, Nick Norris is obviously joining us. Again, today, back in his producer's seat, um, but his mic is live. Uh, but yes, Austin, that is, uh, we talked about- When did y'all record? Uh, Friday night or Saturday yeah, it was night? kind of like latest Friday night. You just, and and uh, you're just about to tell me what you guys recorded. What did you record? Uh, Nick, what did we do? We did a lot of like, you know, conspiracies. And then you brought up some just random facts. And, you know, we just- did the normal just bullshitting, talking back and forth. So I'm learning nice. a lot from TikTok or filling my brain with stuff from TikTok, not necessarily learning. Um, I've got some new facts for today later on, but that's good. Sure. We got a lot of questions we saved for you, Austin. Some fan questions. Yeah, okay. Nick, yeah, we the the listeners started to uh, send us questions, and we've got a new. Um, oh yeah, yep. new uh, front runner for listeners. Um, really? Okay. Hit me wrote with in, and we're like, we should just be called best friends since Craig calls everyone his best friend. Oh, that's not bad, man. Friends group doesn't really, ex- you know, we could take the friends realm from like Jack and Scotty and those guys. That's, that's actually great. Right. So it's like, imagine us on stage somewhere and we're just in a room with all of our best friends. Yes. And it's funny because it's true. I do call everyone my best friends. And I love stepping away from the pillow and beer, like, you know, having to use something to do with that. You know what? I'm very glad that whoever um, recommended this to you, Craig, has has caught on to that fact. Because, yes, he like, always says it to me. But having known Craig for so long... He talks about people from college and he'll bring up like a girl's name. I've never heard him mention. And he's like, she was my best friend in college. I'm like, Craig, dude, I've never heard you talk about this girl ever. And he said it about so many people. So it's really funny that somebody picked up on that. I kind of want to know more about who picked up on it. Cause it is definitely something that people in my life know. And like I told Nick, I think I call my like real best friends or normal people's best friends, my groomsmen level friends, but everyone else is my best friend. So Um, that's actually a pretty good quantification too. I've, I've, uh, I don't throw out that term a lot, you know, groomsmen friends, but um, I certainly have before. And I bet that, I bet that girls do the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, this is one of my future bridesmaids, right? Even if the girl, you know, doesn't even have any prospects, right? She's like, well, when I do get married one day, this girl will be a bridesmaid. Like, it's a given. But but guys get drunk, and we do that whole, like, I love you, man. And it's like, one day, dude, you're going to be in the altar with me. And, um, yeah, groomsman and best friend. That's a good... Uh... So, when you do the intro, you know, 
let's just try it on for size. So like you're coming in, you're like, what's up, best friends? Welcome to another episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm your host, Austin. And, and that's, that's how you like, envision it going, Craig? Uh, yeah, and it actually sounded perfectly normal. So <laughs> I think it's still the front runner and we'll test it live next week because that sounded good, Austin. Look, Nick is, uh, now that you're back, Nick informed me that you joined some sort of cult uh, over the last few weeks. And I want to hear more about this cult because I wasn't. Yeah. What a what a busy past couple of weeks. I mean, Craig, we have so much to download people on. Um, so you're talking about my Labor Day weekend when I went to Santa Fe. And <clears throat> Santa Fe is this like really cool and quaint town. It has like 60,000 total people, right? So if we think that Charleston's small, holy hell, Craig, you know, Charleston's what, like grown to three like to 300,000 now in the metro area. I always area. ask that actually. Um, Nick, will you Google that for us? How many people live in Charleston? Probably. So, well, the peninsula is different. You know, the peninsula is probably yeah, I want to know 25. The... Uh, 80. Of, okay, shit. I'm going to guess 80. Okay, so anyways, while Nick is looking. All right, what's I... everybody's guess? For what? Charleston 80. County? Charleston. Or... Well, what is it? Charleston, pro... so Charleston County. That's the peninsula, my friend. That's only the peninsula is yeah, Charleston. 125. So, so Charleston County True. is, oh, what's we your guess? Charleston City. We want to know Charleston City. I got Charleston City, County, and Mount Pleasant all up right city. now. City, go. Hit yeah. new city. 137,000. Woo. You said 125, Craig. That's pretty close. Well, I got it from you. Mount Pleasant <laughs> is pretty much 90,000, just under 90,000. Okay. So then, so then. And then you got the West Ashley, and then you got the so then Charleston, like the the county is four hundred and seven thousand. Okay, thank you. Four hundred. I was going to say three. So Santa so Fe has we're out there with Shep and Mike yes. Arnold, our buddy that's a chef. Yep. So. And we were at the Four Seasons, and 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 uh, when we were going out there, Shep was like, "Hey, I have some friends that live here." Um, he was telling me about this, you know, Zozobra. Right. But like we like he couldn't get the name right all night long. I was like, you know, it was kind of like you trying to say it, Craig, like you would never get it right. There's no way I could tell you a hundred <laughs> times and you would say it wrong every time. And you'd be like, you know, Zozo, so, you know, Zozo thing, you know, whatever. Uh, so we didn't know what it was. And apparently it's a big deal because I began to Google it as we were riding downtown to grab some dinner on our first night there. And like 60,000 people show up. So I read the paper the next day. Okay, okay, right. Is so, Jack cooking for this or no? No, no, oh. no, this is completely separate, completely separate. So oh, it's called, went? we went into town, right? Because town is like 20 minutes away from the Four Seasons property to this thing called Zozobra. And the paper the, the next day said that 67,000 people came I mean, it, it was like leaving a football game. That's how crazy it was. Okay, okay. So there is a 50-foot tall creature called Zozobra, and they burn him, okay? They burn him to do away with all of your doom and gloom and sorrows and whatnot from the year, Zozobra. So they do this whole fire dancing, and, and, and it's like this whole production, right? So that by the end of it, you're like, Will you burn this motherfucker already? Like, burn him. I've been here for three hours. I'm tired as all hell. I got to go home. And uh, they really, really dragged it out. So I want you to 
reach out to uh, the boys at Pillows and Beer and tell us like I guess your what, your town's cultural yes you know, something that's like oh you know like, well you know, and then you flew to Texas for the Alabama game and I was on a flight to Columbus Ohio um, and was watching the game and man you could not pay me to be a kicker you just couldn't. I mean, those college kids were 18 years old, and I think Texas kicked the first one at the end, and no, they missed it. Alabama. You know, missed it, missed it. Well, no, uh, the game he made. Oh, it. God, and right. Alabama made it, and then you know, uh, flying from Ohio to New York, I'm watching the Cincinnati Steelers game, which I, I just, you know, uh, and fortunately, I was around a bunch of Cincy fans, and the the kickers missed about six kicks to end the game, and I was just like, you just couldn't. Pay me to be a but I yeah, was so Alabama one, but the whole plane was watching and it was kind of cool that everyone was like, you know, sighing or gasping at the same time. Um, so I found myself uh, at halftime because of because of our good friend Matt Cisneros, who actually he lives in Austin and he had these field level tickets. Now you'll see the big thing that's happening in a lot of stadiums is that they're doing field level suites. And so these were field level suites behind like the south end zone. Anyway, so it's like two bars and like a couple of buffets and um, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You know, fun and like an opportunity to to roam around and I needed to roam because I was biting my nails. I was like, what is going on? Bama looks very pedestrian or maybe Texas looked really great. I, I, I mean, TBD, that is the beauty of college football. Let's see. Now I'm really hoping that Texas just, you know, wins out so that it makes Bama look better, but we'll see. So I am on the phone with my dad. I like walk out of the bar uh, area and I'm like, dad, what the fuck, man? I was like, we're really about to lose this game. As Texas is kicking their field goal to go ahead with like two minutes left or something. And our offense was just putrid at that point. And he kicks the field goal, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's coming right at me. And there's no net or anything. And it was coming right at me, and some guy at the last second just made, like, a great catch, actually. He, like, sprawled out and snagged it. And I was like, good, because if I had to catch that damn ball, I just would have, you know, cried a little bit and thrown it back or something, and then I would have gotten, you know, my ass kicked. But um, that's how close I was to it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah. And Austin's a hell of a town. Crazy how they would have lost that. It would have changed the whole track of their season. But um, on this flight to Ohio, we had, there were people, a lot of people in tank tops, like flying in tank tops. And I know that were I. Were they Ohio State fans, Craig? I don't know. I couldn't. I'm not. I. This is, I don't talk about, this is, that's like trying to that's asking me who i vote for in the election is trying to rat on what college team the people uh, are that's about. true is um and i've learned from being in ohio that ohio state fans uh spread out around the country but there were people in tank tops and like bigger guys and i used to fly in flip-flops i really don't anymore but what's worse do you think because i never thought flip-flops was bad oh sorry but, uh flying in tanks or flying in flip-flops yeah, and like, I just feel like putting your pit next to someone is a little worse than them flying in flip flops. Um, I, I, uh, Craig, you will find me very, very rarely, and I'd be hard pressed to wear a tank top 
Now, I know that you got out of the tank top culture very recently. But like, I don't think I'd wear it on a plane. No, yeah, yeah, dude. That just seems gross. It's like too much of your skin is. But also, man, someone's wearing flip flops on a plane. Like, it's 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 kind of gross. I mean, it's not, and it is. Like, I don't. I don't really care. It's just what's funny is I think taking your socks off and being barefoot after wearing shoes is weirdly worse than just having flip flops on. And I'm not sure why. Maybe okay. Well, that's actually that's actually a good point because I was flying first the other day. Um, Which, by the way, Craig, I just became uh, Delta Platinum. Hallelujah, praise be. And, um, and I'm flying first other day and I look over after like 30 minutes and this guy has removed his shoes and his socks and is just chilling bare feet. And I, obviously I took a snap, a sneaky snap of his feet and sent it to, uh, my high school buds. And all of the responses were like, this man deserves to be tied up and shot. Like that is foul. Like keep your shoes and socks on no one wants to and that kind of goes along the same lines of sandals on the airplane no one really wants to look at your dirty feet no but your feet aren't like sweaty and smelly if you have true true well i mean ever done that on like a international like first class international flight or like a cubby like well if you're sitting in a cubicle then you can do whatever you want like i don't care if you know you do your laundry in your seat you know like I would kill someone if I saw, like, I've seen videos of people clipping their nails. Ooh, no, no, no. I, 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 I would be the person and you wouldn't, or maybe you would. I'd be the person to be like, hey, hey, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't do that well, I next would, to me. I would allow you to do that, which says a lot, yeah. right? I wouldn't yeah. say anything, but I'd be like, Austin, if there's ever a fucking time to say something, please. Because recently flight attendants have started to tell fucking people to put their damn headphones on. And if they don't have headphones, you can't listen to your phone. And yeah, I like true. you, I am. I love those uh, flight attendants um, or stewardesses. Do, do we yeah, have yeah. what the proper term was? I know. Let's just say flight attendants. Yeah, flight attendant. But um, yeah, I mean, flying didn't have too many qualms. I mean, Ohio was cool. I went to this like dive bar. You know, it was like haunted. It's been owned by, it's called the Char Bar. People laugh. Um, but then, well, yeah, people we, in, we people got in to Charleston do, will also laugh because there's a, there, there's a bar in uh, West Ashley called the Triangle Char Bar. Oh, that's right. And then we did Watch What Happens, which is always a blast with Andy Cohen. I mean, too funny, but uh, okay. Craig and I both got a text about this like two weeks ago or something. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm gonna have to fly straight from Austin to New York. We both were excited, obviously, because we both love the clubhouse. Right. And Andy, we were just like, well, we won't get to really talk about much and, you know, divulge anything. And hence why I was even more, excited because it was just a fun watch what happens live where we got to bullshit around with Andy and just laugh and talk about some fun stuff. Yeah, it was a fun one right after our intro. I looked at Austin and I was like, Oh, this is going to be a good one. Um, and we wore matching shoes, which I thought was funny. And, uh, it was and a great if, time. If you don't think it's funny, then you don't, then you don't have a pulse. And then we went funny, to right? Mer- Yeah, no. Well, I'm sure people don't, but we went to, uh, Oh, and shout out to, our buddy Casey 
something. We'll get his name, but he was our bartender. He was funny. Um, but uh, he's not a best friend yet because he doesn't listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shout we out to, to our best friend, Casey. Yeah. Okay, never mind. We went to the Mermaid Oyster Bar, which was fantastic. And then Paige met up with me and Austin and his sister, Katie, and we went to Lore. Uh, Lore. L-U-R-E. That was good, man. We ate well. Um, and then after me, Austin, and Shep had a fantastic meal at Catch Steak, which I was like, I wanted to go to a dive bar in Austin and was like, dude, trust me, let's just go to Catch Steak. And they took phenomenal care of us. It was awesome. Um, and, and we just, you know, what did we do in typical fashion? You know, at one point it's like Craig has like uh, a Diet Coke, uh, a glass of white wine, a glass of red wine. Did you have a beer at one point or no? No, but no. you guys had port. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they yeah, brought and espresso martini shots. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Austin ended up going to Tao. Uh, and uh, Shep and... Meeting up with our buddy Brian Baumgartner. Yeah. Um, I, Kevin on The Office, which I talked to him when I was there. I was like, Kevin, I know that you're doing your, your book tour right now because Kevin... Of course, I did not call him Kevin. I said, Brian, I know that you're doing your book tour right now because he came out with a chili cookbook. And uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I need I want him to come on here and promote it himself. But um, uh, so I talked to him, Craig, um, and we had like a drink or two in the lobby. And then they were like, you know, let's go to Tao. So we had a drink or two in Dream. And then they like a crew went to Tao and I, you know, just went upstairs to well, bed. I was, I was like, gonna say you had shorts beat. on, and I was like, I don't think Austin's gonna be allowed in towel with shorts. Yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even like attempt. I, you know, after the lobby, I was like, take me upstairs, and uh, I mean, I just got as comfy as possible and just passed out. We uh, we went to day. an Irish bar down the street from Pages and uh, Arr, got her some food, goodness. and we like. What Just did she eat at the Irish bar? Quesadilla. That's what they like brought her. Okay. And like, right. yeah. um, they had some pizza too, but uh, it was, it reminded me of like Santi's in a way. Like that was kind of the environment and we just had a great time. You know, sometimes people just need to talk. And so then Shep came back to the apartment and we just stayed up and drank beers and uh, hung out. I was, we were hoping you were going to show up at the last minute, but um it was a good time. So, I mean, look, there's a lot of other things that happened during the last few weeks. What I think a, what a what a whirlwind, though. I, I mean, we just condensed that down. To, uh, you didn't even yeah. mention that you went fly fishing for the first time or yeah, like yeah, all that. I mean, how'd you do? Did you catch anything? Um, I did. Did you not see my posts about it? Uh-uh. One of my buddies, Jonathan Stewart, was like, hey, man, leave that baby fish alone. And then there, yeah, you should have him uh, come on the podcast now that it's football season. Chat for us a little bit. Who? Jonathan Stort. Oh, I definitely should. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, and Let's uh, mark that down. Nick, why don't you make a note of that? Yeah, I had a uh, shout out to the Dispatch, um, you know, Home and Garden Show in Ohio. Great time. And now we're... Um, now we're, we're on to the next chapter of our schedules. I... Uh, my parents are coming in town this week, and then, oh, Winter House came out, um, or Winter That's House right. trailer came out today. I knew we were forgetting something. Um, honestly, one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. I I thought it was a. I I mean, if I was, 
I even got excited. You know, I was like, this looks like a heck of a fun time. Um, they were very heavy on couples, right? On showing couples and then on introducing uh, the newbies. So Corey, uh, one of Craig's best buds from college, is a new cast member. He was the big Jack guy, you know, that, that, that was acting a fool and, you know, having fun. I guess we can talk about this now. Yeah, I know. We can talk about it now. We've always like alluded to it. And have him on and, here eventually, which would be hilarious because sure. we've had to sure. hide him. They did call him Cody in the uh, article, which made me laugh. K-O-D-Y. <laughs> and his Instagram got banned last night or suspended. So, like, all day, Corey has been in the dark um, while they try to figure out what happened to his Instagram. Oh, that'd be, that, that, that'd be really, really annoying. So, so um, I think that the trailer was definitely fun. I mean, it showed the Toms coming. Uh, it, it showed... You know, Lindsay and Carl coming to visit. Of course, uh, there's, there's, you know, the Wiener Touch Gate uh, happened. Um, <laughs> and I was laughing because I was just thinking about all the things. Like, I'd forgotten about a lot of things I that did, happened. Yeah, like, there. I mean, we partied a lot more. I think we take out the, sorry, I just saw Nick's cat walking through the screen. I was like, there's something moving back there. Um, I forget not solely based on the alcohol, but how much like fun we actually have when we're there, you know, like I know we drink a lot, but there's also a lot of just like when Kyle was dressed as the old man in the first part of the teaser and yelled yeah, yeah, about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I cracked. I was like, no, no. Out loud. Um, um, someone was spraying Sierra with like, you know, the money or whatever. And Kyle was in the middle of it. He goes, he was like, oh, oh, gee, golly. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, good, good heavens or something. He said something that was so spot on. I, I was so jealous of their com- or of, of, uh, of his costume. And, and it's so much fun. It's so taxing in the moment for sure, because it's like a, you know, we're there for such a, like a short period of time. And then like a couple months later, like I remember Craig, you, me, and Paige were hanging out somewhere. And out of the blue, we probably had like a couple glasses of wine, which is our bread and butter, which is when we're kind of the funniest and, and most open. And like, you know, we should buy a bar, right? That's like our perfect kind of moment like that. But you were like, I would totally go back to Winter House. And I just started laughing because <laughs> it's true. Like you think of all the fun times that you have and you're like, dude, just think about it. Like we're in the mountains and we party and we go snowboarding like that, that, that we just need that like little bit of gap, which is the perfect formula. Like when we're leaving and we're like, yeah, never doing that again. And then like, you know, a <laughs> couple, a couple months later, you're like, I kind of miss my friends, man. And like, yeah, that's why like, like going to summer house and seeing Kyle, I was like, dude, I would go spend a couple weeks with him again, you know, like, yeah. but then yeah. by the end of the weekend, I was like, I can't drink more than three days in a row anymore. But yeah, I, mean, I would go it's back. A, it's certainly I can't remember how Paige reacted, but I was like, I'd go back. <laughs> I think she, you knew uh, she looked at you with wide eyes like <laughs> you would like, like, are you insane? <laughs> um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it happens. But yeah, so October 13th, y'all yeah. October 13th, which is coincidentally the first weekend of BravoCon. So. Um, there, or, or, or the first day of BravoCon, excuse me. Nick's uh, messaging uh, 
us if we would do Winter House, um, watch Winter House live again. And I think maybe, <laughs> depends on my mental state when that happens. I mean, I haven't done a lot of watching of the shows recently, but October 13th, right before BravoCon. And then there's a, ch- um, I'm not sure if BravoCon tickets are sold out, but if they aren't, scoop them up. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, a little bit of a wine refill Wait. break. Craig, um, Craig, why don't you play your song that you're obsessed with, your TikTok song? Oh, I think we might have last week. Oh, really? But I'll do it again in honor of Andy because it didn't go fucking viral. Like how? It didn't? No. And I don't understand TikTok. I thought I was doing the right thing by posting with you and Andy, and it was so fun. And my, like, weird question videos with, like, Paige about, like, which Disney prints are you have... 10 times the amount of views than me, you, and Andy. That's so ridiculous because Andy was on board with it. He loved it. Well, on ins- so the people that matter, you know, saw it and commented on and on Instagram, it did great. But on TikTok, I, like when, when Scorpion posted that video of me and her, it got over a million views. And Andy and our video only has... Like 90,000. So if you haven't seen it yet, go to our TikTok. I think it's because Andy doesn't use his TikTok. Um, But those guys are great. Shout out to our social media friends at the clubhouse. And uh, yes, in honor of that, we will play it once more. And uh, we'll be right back. What's up, all you best friends out there? Damn it. I ruined it because Craig just tried to give me the most ridiculous count in where it was like five, four, three, and then you go silent for two and one. And then Craig at four or at three began to count up again. And then he goes, oh, wait, shit. uh, I got confused. Go. (laughs) He went five, four, three, four, five, shit, uh, two, one. Oh my God, what is up, best friends? We are back. I do have a continuation from what Craig was just talking about with TikTok, where it's like, I I have no rhyme or reason for this shit, for like the metrics and for how things work. Like, yes, I know that Instagram, and and I'm gonna talk about uh, Instagram because I have not crossed over into uh, into the foray of TikTok, but I actually texted Craig today and I was like, I posted a picture of us yesterday from, you know, Watch What Happens Live. I thought I'd get some love. It got like 4,000 likes. And I'm like, riddle me that, you know, 500 and whatever thousand followers and gets 4,000 likes. And then I'll post some dumb shit and it gets like, you know, 20,000 likes. And when I post stories, I'll post a picture of like a t-shirt that I got. It gets like 120,000 views. And then the next day I'll post a picture of, you know, you and me and... It'll get like, you know, 35,000 views. And I'm like, I don't get this. I don't yeah. get. I mean, I've noticed recently that on my main feed on Instagram is people that I don't follow. And I get so confused because I haven't gotten used to it yet. And I'm like, who the fuck is this person? And I click on it and it's like, you know, the option to follow them is suggested, there. right? And well, no, no, no. But now it's not even. Yes, it is. 
it is a suggested person, but it doesn't say that anymore. It's just on your feed. And so when you click it and you see the button that says follow, you're like, oh, I don't actually follow this person. And I'll click on like your profile and other people's and see pictures that I've never seen before. So uh, I, I can only imagine that it's like paid content or, or uh, yeah, you're right. The algorithm doesn't make sense because... It was a picture with Andy. <laughs> yeah, me, you yeah. and Andy from the clubhouse. Like that should be me and Andy from you know. And then I realized that there are some awesome pictures from uh, backstage uh, in front of the thing of like you, me. Maybe and, you just redo um, it. Just re take your archive. Should that. I just delete it? Yeah. Well, just I, yeah, archive that and then use the cool pictures you just got. And then be like. <laughs> Uh, not our winter house coming out today. Here are pictures of me and Craig from the yeah. clubhouse. <laughs> and I think hashtags are more important than people know. So do you know how to do a line break in Instagram and people listening? Here's a, here's a, so here's a tip. Um, on Instagram, when you're writing a caption, you can't like give yourself a line break uh, for your caption. So if you write your caption out in notes and then go down a line and put a hyphen there, go down a line, put a hyphen there, and then go down a line and write the rest of your message, like your hashtag. So you have two lines with hyphens, copy that, put it in your caption in Instagram and then delete the two hyphens and post it. And you have a line break. I don't think that's common knowledge, is it? So you, so what do you, you mean like to, a line break? So like, like an empty line, yeah. right? Yeah, you just hit so, enter on the keyboard. Uh-uh. You know? It's not true. No, you no. can't do it. In does that on my phone? No. You oh, can't. you guys got well, it. Well, well, different on Apple. Well, that's crap. Again. Well, if that's the case, then that's silly. But yes, on Apple, you cannot make paragraphs in Instagram. Yeah, and sometimes it like comes across like you know, bullshit, and then you're Same like, song for the win." I mean, Nick, it's it's an inconvenience to the rest of the people in your life. So, yeah, Nick. <laughs> Nick, do you? Yeah, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> You and your hammers and all the wood you play with. Nick plays with a lot of wood, wood being played with. Yes, Craig. Again, Nick it's, plays with a lot of wood. That's his job. It. Yeah, that's 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 what he does. Um, Austin, I was telling you a little bit about we're going to do a new section, quick section every week, uh, a dog of the week because I'm sure you get to see a lot of funny stuff. It's called uh, a segment, you idiot. What did I say? <laughs> a section. Oh yeah. We'll see. Now I'm all messed up. Yes, a segment. Podcast world. Five, four, three, (laughs) one, four, five. So this is old news, um, but someone's response to it made me laugh today. But there's shout out to this dog. He's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. His name is Train. He was too hyperactive for his drug dog class, so he got kicked out of that class, and he is now. He now sniffs out poop of exotic animal or endangered species um, in the woods and the wild. So Train is now, yeah, he basically finds endangered species by sniffing out their poop. And the comment that made me laugh was the article was announced this pup couldn't hack it as a drug sniffing dog. So now he sniffs out the poop of elusive animals in the name of conservation. And this guy commented, all I read was cool dog isn't a narc become scientist. <laughs> cool dog who isn't a narc becomes scientist. Is this an onion article, Craig? Are you sure? No, it's no, not? no, it's real. Well, I mean, I don't know, but no, it's not. 
Nick, you can fact check me, but that comment alone is why I went down this path. I can so, so see Craig being like, I found this awesome page with the greatest articles. It's called The Onion, and I think <laughs> you all should read it. I I mean, back in the day, I fell for, you know, it only happens once, but I fell for an Onion article, which is how I, I discovered did Onion. I did yeah. too, actually. Um, and I'm actually Googling The Onion right now. Funny enough, Craig, The Onion was created in Madison, Wisconsin. And that's how I kind of found out about it because I was like, did you see this? And my buddies were like, dude, those papers are everywhere. You're an idiot. I was like, oh, okay. My biggest, uh, oh, you mean it was like a publication or like in print? Yeah. That's funny. You are correct, Craig, but it's from like 2019. I said it was old. I said it was old, but if you hadn't seen it, it's pretty funny. Um, And he's just a cool looking dog. He's just like, he's just out there chilling. He's like, I wasn't getting anyone in trouble. Um, I fell for something really, I fell for a St. Patty's day joke once or a April fool's day joke. And I think that that would be a fun segment too, by the way, what What did you fall for this week? Well, what segment or, 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 or what headline did you fall for this week? I, uh, so I remember I was in my entrepreneurship class reading the school newspaper And they basically had said they dug up the cistern, which is like the center of our campus where we graduate and found like a hundred skeletons. And they were like, this is the biggest like break in Charleston's history in like years. And I just went down this rabbit hole reading this whole thing. And I started to tell people about it. Like I went around like the class and after the class and I was like, yo, did you hear they dug up the cistern and like there was a bunch of pirate bones in there and shit. And they were like, what year was this? Craig, look at the back cover, you idiot. And it said like April Fool's Day. uh, uh, What? Not episode. What is it called? A magazine edition. April Fool's Day edition. And I I was like, wow, I just went around and spread that story. Like I told at least 10 people. And there's. (laughs) Hey, I have a quick question. Is J.K. Dobbins going to play this week? Do you know? I mean. Am I the right person for you to be asking that question to? I'm supposed to. You're I did. A Ravens fan. Are I you setting your know. lineup right now while we're podcasting? No, it just there happens. is a game tonight, but it's mine's just, already set. Exactly. I, hey, you. me and my me and my co coach won our first game and absolutely infuriated my friend group because all of them Good. made fun of us and we and we beat Sean. Wait, you have like two managers in your league? Hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold a, on, guys. I just want to set the stage for this so that Nick can have the appropriate reaction and everyone listening can understand what Craig is about to say <laughs> because Nick, it is appalling and man card revoked, but Craig, uh, tell him exactly what your situation is and why. Well, yeah. I mean, you can tell him probably in a funnier and though to me, it's normal. It just made okay. sense. And Craig, so Craig t- sucks at fantasy football, and he doesn't no. set his lineup. So they said the only way that he can play again is if he has another manager to co-host the team with him. So now Craig has to co-manage a team with his buddy, and that's okay, the way that's that he a can little play the no. So every year, <laughs> I forget to set my lineup. I basically get bored after like five weeks, or my ADD takes over, and no one picks up on it until the bye week start because then I would start players that were like out of bye week and it infuriated my friends because at the end of the season it would really mess shit up and our buddy Pete has been trying to join our league for years but there's not a spot and so I let him 
someone was like, Craig, do you want to give Pete your spot? And I was like, no, but he can coach with me. So we played, we paid like double the, the, you know, the buy-in or one and a half the buy-in for our league. And we drafted together. And honestly, I had a blast. Shout out to, um, Haberdash of Charleston, H-A-B-E-R dash. Well, yeah, no. Also, you, I, 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 uh, you know, interrupted you twice. So say it again. Well, so it's called Haberdash, but it's spelled Haberdash, H-A-B-E-R-D-A-S-H. Um, and we both did our drafts from there and it was a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah, you know what it is. I mean, I put it on my story. Craig posted about it. It is, it is, uh, what can best be described as like a man cave, which by the way, there's also, um, there's also an adjacent, uh, you know, women cave. Yeah. There's like his and hers. Yeah. His and hers Um, caves, you know, the men's side or, you know what? It's not the men's side, but let's call it, you know, the groomsmen's side that would probably happen. But hell, you know, if like you want you and, and your bridesmaids to book it, then you can book it for whatever you want, but it's like a pool table and shuffleboard and, and big buck hunter and, um, a couple of TVs and like a bourbon bar and, and it's really, and it's for getting um, ready for your like wedding is what the initial concept was, but we're going to end up watching football there. I mean, I'm going to run it out with my buddies. I think that we should get it for, for like a Monday night, you know, football game or something. It's like, Hey, are you guys bored? You know, do you want to get out of the house? Let's go, uh, Let's go get some wings and drink some bourbon and watch some Monday Night Football or something. You know? And to Austin's credit, he, I wasn't paying attention in the draft for the first two picks, which, of course, so stupid. Yeah, as Nick, like, puts his face in his hands. So I called Austin immediately, took the iPad for my buddy, and I was like, this is what's happening. What do I do? And instead of, like, players, he told me positions to go for. And, I started pacing around my house, though, Craig. I was like, wait, tell me quickly. Tell me quickly. Yeah. Who do you have? Like, we got Who do you have available? Seconds. It was it was frantic. And Craig was like, okay, okay. Who should we have? And he's like, oh, no. He just got taken. I was like, oh, no. You need to go for him then. You need to go for him. Okay, okay. And now what you got to do is do this and then this. And uh, I'm glad that you listened. I hope it works out. But it sounds like you got his first two picks, Nick, were Josh Allen, who's widely considered the top one or two quarterback in the league for fantasy points. That's good news. I didn't even just in general. And, uh, uh, your next pick was like Stefan Diggs or Dalvin cook or something, which that's fine. Then you're good. He had a shitty first, first game, but, um, as did I, my team got hurt. Oh, did you guys lose or win? I lost. I got slaughtered in one league and then lost by two in the last one because of that fucking pass to Jerry Judy by Russell Wilson. (laughs) I wonder mm, if Jerry Judy, a, Alabama boy, roll tide. Woo. I wonder if there's um, a way to do a weekly league or a league starting now or something with all of our best friends, as in pillow and beer. I mean, listeners. We, I think we could do like a fan duel every week. Yeah, like, like a group. with our like a pillows and beer group. Yeah, um, I can figure out how to do that. <laughs> a three man league. <laughs> No, 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 like a weekly thing. I that said like with our best friends, as like in the listeners. Oh, that all of our best friends, like if, if you're out there and you have a boyfriend or significant other that plays and you're like, what the heck? No, we had Why don't you let me play? Asking for Good. fantasy advice. Then, then I want you to like, like we should be able to do some sort of fan duel against Craig and I and see if you can beat our, yeah, because you know, also there, most of our girl listeners know more about 
fantasy than myself. Um, so if oh, man, that'd a- be fun to do that, dude. We should set it up so that the three of us set a lineup and then they have to set a lineup to beat us. Um, you know what FanDuel is? I mean, that's literally, literally what it is. I, yeah, I think there's something out there. Um, yeah, we, I uh, can create a contest in FanDuel, I think. So stay little- tuned, everybody. We'll announce it if I can figure it out. We, well, Craig definitely thinks that there's something out there. Yeah, I think there's someone, that. I think someone mentioned it to me. Um, we'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. Nick. Jeez. Um, all right. Uh, are you guys looking at Austin? Did you see this Matthew McConaughey thing? It's so bizarre. Like, there haven't been much details. I just saw the headline. Well, I didn't know if Austin knew more let's, than me. Well, I'm sorry, Nick. Is your name Austin? Let's, then you shut the hell up. <laughs> okay, well, this is... We're on right now, so we're just going to continue this conversation. We'll be, yeah. Okay, Nick. You. you do well to shut your damn mouth, yeah, boy. You don't get to hide behind a commercial break screen. <laughs> um... Normally, I am up to date on Matthew McConaughey stuff because after green lights and everything, I'm like, I just want to learn from this man. You know, he's easy living. He must be devastated. Wait, I'm confused as though, does does Nick actually know what happened or... So, so basically what happened uh, is, is, that the, is that the rundown, Nick, yeah. sorry, Nick, yeah. um, my, my name is now Nick and it's also Austin. Um, the new Matt McConaughey movie, uh, was about to start filming. Right. All and it was about on a first name basis with him now, Matt. Yeah. Matt, Matty Mick. And, uh, it was about a uh, soccer team from Dallas shocker that McConaughey was going to be the coach. And uh, so great the soccer coach, coach soccer team. yeah, that's great, great casting. Yeah, uh, of of uh, a girls soccer team coach from Dallas that goes to China and they're playing against like some of the best of the best, and they're winning. And <clears throat> when it went public that the movie was going to come out, then of course, well, I shouldn't say that. Then <clears throat> when it when it got announced that the movie was going to come out, some some disturbing details and allegations came out. And then all of a sudden the movie was shut down. Well, uh, if we have know. to say anything legally threatening to ourselves, let's make Nick say it. So Nick, what were the allegations? Well, they haven't been released yet, but of course, obviously with something like that, I would assume that the person cool that thing. Matthew McConaughey was playing might've gotten, might've done stuff. That was bad. Or, or I mean, literally in this Allegedly. day and age, in this day and age, it could be anything that was surrounding the program. Like, oh, well, what you didn't realize is that, like you know, he was running freaking three a days. And, uh, you know, one of the girls died of heat exhaust. Like, you, know, you don't know. You don't right. know yeah, because they won a bunch of stuff. They, like, won the championship thing. So, we and we'll yeah. find out sooner than later. But so were they filming already? Or? No, it was getting set to film, like, go into production. And they were gearing it up. And then all of a sudden someone came forward and they just said, nope. I mean, that's that's not like this, but... Uh. All right, well, that's a rare, rare loss for uh, the legend Matthew McConaughey, so... Well, I mean, and probably all the girls that got casted to play, they were probably super pumped, too. Um, a lot oh, of times man. with athletic movies, they actually cast, like, athletes um, that aren't really classically trained in acting. Um, that's like a lot of the movies and TV shows that are getting shelved right now that went through full production... And they're not getting shelved for, 
this type of reason. They're just getting shelved for networks going in another direction. So, uh, hold on. What? Okay. Are, are we going down the route of talking about shows? Because, dude, when I got home yesterday, Craig, when I got home yesterday, finally from, from New York, I mean, I had been to Santa Fe. I came to Charleston on Tuesday. I had Tuesday, Wednesday. I flew out Thursday to Austin, flew straight from Austin to New York, flew home last night. At, I got home at like 7, and, and I you know, turned on my TV, and I was like, oh, I have all these shows to catch up on. Specifically, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, I had to watch the new uh, Thor movie. I unfortunately fell asleep during Pinocchio, but I'm very excited oh, to that. Looks that looks creepy as fuck. It's not creepy at all. It's it, it's a heartwarming tale. I just was always Geppetto scared. Just wants a kid. I was always scared of Pinocchio growing up. I don't know why. And there's a big whale in it. Pussy. <laughs> um, wait, I'll follow you on this list of shows though. Thor, I accidentally fell asleep and I never fall asleep in movies, but I had Craig, even like, I'm going to tell you why it just wasn't good. Like really? there was some good humor and I'm, and I'm a big fan of the director, you know, Ta- Taikia Watiti. There's not a lot of Marvel movies. I know. You don't I like. know. I'm a big fan of Marvel movies. You know, Captain Marvel was, was probably my least favorite one. Although I, I, I am a fan of Brie Larson. I mean, I think she did a great job. I just didn't like the movie. This was just, uh, I watched it yesterday, Craig, and in the middle of it, I turned it off to watch, you know, something else. And then when I finished that, I was like, all right, I'll go back and finish it. See, this I thing. really like the, the Valkyrie girl, which I think I say that wrong. But uh, Tessa no, Thompson plays, right. what? The Valkyrie? You said it right. Yeah. yeah Valkyrie. So <clears throat> I fell asleep <clears throat> to that. Um, was uh, oh I can't watch the I haven't watched House of Dragon yet but I can't watch Lord of the Rings yet because I haven't watched Lord of the Rings so I watched that on the plane here. You you don't have to. Um, oh. The beautiful thing is that it really is not like it does not put you out of the loop. Like that's what all these shows are. Like sure, you know you know like underlying things that like the dwarves and the elves don't you know like each other, but like you really don't need to know. Well, what happened in the trilogy or in the Hobbit? Because this is set after, right, the, Nick? Is this way set before, after? Way before. Oh, way before, way before, like, a, way before. like thousands of years um, before. Well, then we'll talk about Wrexham, obviously, which is amazing. But I also a little darker for me. Watched House of Hammer, and it was fascinating. I mean, oh, what a I fucking nutty that. story! That looks wild. It is great I need to watch that. Watch, watch House of Hammer because it's not too. I mean, it's very disturbing, but it's not like you can watch it peacefully. You know, it's not going to ruin your night, but it's like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, And you'll pick up on a few things. Uh, The welcome to Wrexham, which is the real life Ted Lasso, is incredible. Um, It's just it stressed me out now, though, because I'm looking like. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, so I won't. So, like, I'm like, all right, I really want to Google how does the story end, but I'm not going to. So I'm right in the middle of of Wrexham. Have you guys watched that? Yep. And how do you feel about it? Sure have. I like it. Like, I, I don't like soccer, but I like, like I like Ted Lasso. I like this. I would love to own a team, though. So what other shows were on that list? Because I forgot my, the, my favorite show right now. I can't remember it. 
Um, what other shows? I mean, the two biggies are honestly, you know, the House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, which makes me a nerd, I guess. But like the fact that there was so much money put into the production of these and that every episode cost just an absurd and obscene amount of money. You just know that the production value and quality is so good that you have to watch. Like you have to watch. It's just the dragons are so dope. I mean, the elves and dwarves and everything that happens, it's like just such high production quality that, that it's just impressive to watch. Well, since I can't remember my <clears throat> favorite show right now for some reason, we'll take one more break and then we're going to do questions from our listeners, our best okay. friends. I can't wait for Austin to hear some of these questions and uh, we'll call it uh, a week. Be right back. Welcome back to this episode of Pillars and Beer. I'm joined by my co-host, Austin Kroll. Also our, and all of our best friends. Our best friends and our producer, Nick Norris. We're, I am at the Hall Cabernet Studio enjoying a glass of one of their finer Cabernets. Austin, what are you drinking on? I just drank some Whispering Angel out of a... Look at this glass. I don't even know what that means, but nice. you know, Nick does. What about you, Nick? What, a Harry Potter glass? Yeah. Oh, he got it. No, I'm just drinking water. I'm boring. All right. Well, let's do some of these questions we saved for you. Um, okay. Yep. I'm locked in. I'm trying to think of the one we really saved for you, but Nick has now added a bunch more questions. What about the public sex one? We'll read it and answer it. Um, are these all new, Nick, or is there anything else that uh, you like really want me to answer? But I'm going to read well, this I mean, one. We haven't answered anything that are that's yeah. We haven't done any. Part. Yeah, no, we haven't done any of it. Um, I mean, one that we saved for you was college football question. Um, okay, well, wait, but but this very first question actually, I really want to you know answer because we'll read it. I feel that it's great. Whenever I invite my boyfriend out with my girlfriends, he decides to play video games or golf or something else with his quote unquote boys. Any advice? Um. <laughs> Nick's note, you fucking nerd. Um, I think that this is an easy answer, right? Uh, well, maybe it's not an easy answer. I mean, you know, what's the advice? Um, you know, first off, I want to know your age. Uh, second off, that seems absurd. That seems absurd to me. Uh, I I love going out with the person that I'm dating's friends. Or like if they want to go out for drinks and, and, and like, you know, they want to, they want me there, then I'm there. Right. And then I'm totally fine. If it's like, okay, it's just the girls. I'm like, no worries at all. And vice versa. It's like, okay, you want to go out, you know, with Craig and Shep and Nick, then go. Um, but I'm not being like, sorry, babe, can't come. Cause I'm playing cod. I'll see you later. Like they, there's just no way. And that means to me. He's just not that into you. Well, it could go that way or you're dating a very introverted person and you're going to really have to navigate if he feels comfortable. Um, Austin could be right that like it's not important enough to him to like be a part of your other life that's not just him. So he dates you for surface level stuff or um, maybe he does want to be part of your other life, but he's just very intimidated. And if that's the case, you just... You know, he's still going to have to give, but you can invite your friends over to your house or just talk to him and be like, hey, 
it's really important to me that you become friends with my friends. So what's the deal? Is it that you don't like going out because you're shy? If I bring him here, is it a thing? Because if not, if it's what Austin said, then yeah. If if he's not if he's not an extreme introvert and he's just not interested in meeting your friends, then that relationship's not gonna not gonna blossom into anything else. Why are you laughing, Nick? It's just not like. <laughs> Like, I'm just laughing. I'm like, how many relationships have these two broken up because of their questions? It's always well, yeah, yeah. But also, how many have we saved from going like a year or two of like unhappiness? Kill him. <laughs> because look, just if, break up with him, kill him. If Paige like didn't come to dinner the other night with all, or like she lo- like I love that she's friends with my guy friends, and when she invites me to dinners, and sometimes she doesn't because it's girl stuff, then I go and I make an effort. It's just about making an effort. Well, what if he doesn't like her friends or it's just stuck well, it up? That's not going to get better. I mean, and the, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one because he's not hanging out alone. He's still going and doing things with his guy friends. Well, like he's, he's not, he's he's not playing video with, games. With his, he's, he's definitely at home playing video games. Oh, that's true. But golfing, he's not doing. But there is a thing where like you here's here's the problem. You can like your girlfriend the most and not like her friends, but like, what does that future look like? Right. Cause her girlfriends, which I've recently learned more and more are going to be involved in everything that she does. So tough one, but, um, I'm going to read the college football one to Austin. I have loved the college football series on the show recently, but feel that y'all have left a vital SAC team out of the college party scene rivalry list. LSU has a fantastic tailgate atmosphere and had Joe Burrow, if you are going to show Craig true college football, please come to Baton Rouge. I'm happy to give you a tour. Emily and Ella. I just spoke there. I guess it's a short one, Austin. What's yeah, your comment um, on that issue? The, the, the uh, short and sweet of it is um, I left it out on purpose because fuck you, LSU. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, you, you are very, very right. Um, I've never been a Baton Rouge um, I'm very anxious to visit uh, during a game day weekend. I I know that uh, or I know that I missed an opportunity when uh, I went to Bama. Um, it was just it was just one of those things. We had we had heard that you know going to Baton Rouge as like a Bama fan or something else. You know we'll get things you know thrown at us and we'll get beaten up in the street. You know it's just like an old wives' tale, right? You know one of those things that Marilyn Manson took out his bottom ribs so he could. <clears throat> And it was like one of those things. And I know that that's not true. So I would very much love to come. I've heard that, you know, Death Valley at night is a sight to be seen. And um, couldn't agree with you more. Nick, did uh, did this one that I'm highlighting right now, did it play last week? Because I would like Austin's take on it. But you just, it didn't, we didn't answer it. You just read it and you said, we'll save that. Well, that's another one sure? we'll save for Austin. Yeah. I can go back and listen. No, but I'm it's because me and true. you talked it through. I think that was like after it. Okay. We talked about the boob job one pretty through. Okay. Yes. And that was the one that he couldn't answer. Um, um, well, uh, okay. So Austin, here's a question. I want okay. kids now, but my husband wants to wait a little longer. I am 27 and he is 29. He wants to be at least early thirties to mid thirties. And I cannot see myself waiting that long. We did talk about this before marriage, but I find myself having changed my mind. I know this is not fair, but I am stuck. 
So basically, they agreed to not have kids for several years after marriage, but now she wants to have them. All right. Well, there are are a few factors. And, uh, you know, before you begin a date, Paige, I don't know if you would get these factors, but now that you date Paige, Paige is a northern girl. People in the north tend to put off having families until later in life. People in the south typically have had families you know, earlier in their life. Like, I'm anxious to see where they're both from. And, uh, you know, 29, 27, I, I mean, I think that if you made that pact, and if you knew that, and if you talked about it, and if you talked about it, then you can't be upset at him for doing that. Now, if, I mean, that's the tough thing. Like, if you get to 31 or 32, or like, if he does, right? So that's three more years of being together. What if, and I hate to play the what if game, I hate to play the what if game because you never know, but what if... He gets to 32 and he's like, sorry, babe, I just don't want kids. And then you're sitting there like, I hate you. Now I'm 30 and you took away these years of my life where I could have had a kid. But I just feel like if you feel that he wants to have kids in his early 30s and and you think that he will have kids in his early 30s, then um, no offense, but I think it would be um, a shitty move to to uh, end the relationship because he doesn't want to have kids early. Yeah, I think you just have to have a conversation with him. Um, and it's okay that your your desires change, but you know if you're truly in love and he's down to have them, I think what Austin said was very important. If he's down to have them, just not right now, then I don't see the issue. But if this is his way of putting it off until it's too late, then there's an issue. Let's do a fun one. Um, okay. I'm in love with, I really want to have public sex with my boyfriend, but he is too nervous to do it. Uh, I think it would be super fun. We have used a remote vibrator, but I want to do at least do something more. How do you convince your girlfriends? I'm going to double that up with another uh, question. Sending this from a fake email. I've been seeing a guy for months, but our sex has been pretty normal. I'm a bit kinky and I want to bring out my toys and restraints that I already own. How do I go about bringing this up? Worried about scaring him off. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just tell the second one is you will never see his eyes light up in excitement until you just tell him, but this is what sexting is for sext with him say, Oh, and like, as you go into your, 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 when you're texting, you can just be like, and then you tie me up and you do whatever you want with me or whatever. And then you get to see his response. And he was, his response will probably be like, continue the story. If he continues the story, which we won't get too graphic on here, where you're like, and now you've tied me up and I'm laying there for you to do whatever you want with me. And he's like, and this is what I do. Guess what? He wants to play with the restraints. Yeah, but you know, you know, Craig, and so do girls out there listening, that the guys talk a huge game on sex. Like, girl, I'm going to make you not not walk right for a week. And then it's like. Pump, 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 done. And they're like, what That's is true. wrong with you? You just talked it up and you said that you had handcuffs and you wanted it. And then the girl's all hot for it. And then bam, let down. I think that the public sex thing is um, like, I think it would be super fun. Yeah, of course. Now well, I'm shy. I will say but he's that, too like, nervous to do it. Like, okay, okay, okay. Here's like what shy. you do. Here's the solution. Okay. 
here's the solution. The last time that I had public sex and, and, and then, well, yeah. And it was a while ago. Right. And, and it, and it was in one of those like trailers that you bring along for like, you know, big events. Right. And so the bathrooms are like sinks and like, you know, marble walls and stalls Wait, and such trailer or an RV. Yes. A bathroom trailer. Oh, like a weddings. bathroom trailer. And I had sex with a bath or in a bathroom trailer on Marion Square after Fashion Week, Craig. Oh wow! And and it was it was late at night, right? It wasn't like ooh, people are everywhere, and someone might walk in. We didn't really have like we weren't nervous that someone was going to walk in. The only one that would have walked in would have been like a cop who was kind of patrolling the area. And I think that what you do is that you start somewhere where you're not going to get caught, where you know that you're not going to get caught. And you start there and then, and then just watch it, like watch it blossom, like watch progress. him, you know, just watch him kind of grab you and pull you in some, you know, restaurant bathroom that's busy. Like it, it will progress. It will progress. Yeah. I think that's actually a really good answer. Austin, like start out, not so risky and see where it goes from there. Cause all of a sudden I mean, that's like anything in life. You do it you a know, little start, bit, start, test the waters. You know, start in like, you know, your backyard, right? Where right. it's like, you know, private, but like it's outside, you know? And it's like, ooh, you know, what if, like uh, the world didn't you know, what end. if our neighbor comes home and, you know, happens to peer over the fence, like, you know, and then move on from there. I think that's a great answer. We'll do one more. Um, I'm in love with one guy, but I think he is not interested. Wants to be more just friends. There's another guy who I do like, just not as much. I worry that if I choose the second guy and the first guy becomes interested, I will just ditch the second one and I will feel horrible. Help me with this. How do I get over the first and give second a chance? Uh, you don't. <laughs> and please don't lead this guy on for the sake of everything that is holy. You will I never mean, learn honestly. to like someone that you just see as a friend. And I'm sorry, and if the only time that you will start to see someone that's a friend as something more is five years later after he has proved that you should have liked him, but you'll never like someone that you don't like. I mean, I mean, pretty bingo bango. I, I mean, sometimes it can be, sometimes it's different. Um, like I don't, I don't think that it's all the time just as cut and dry as kind of what Craig is saying, but uh, it sounds like. I'm just oh, saying Craig, that don't oh, settle. Oh, oh, Craig, man, where's this question? Because I, it's highlighted, I it. it's highlighted in blue. So oh. I, I'm, I'm going more the route don't settle because that's the whole thing. That's why cheating happens. That's why unhappiness happens. Friends, it's another guy doing, if you know, think that if someone else liked you, you would like them more than the person you're with, you shouldn't be yeah, with the person you're with. You, if, if it, I mean, if we're even having this thought, then that is just like, then yeah, I mean, you know, that's the definition of settling. And imagine if this guy ever caught, caught, wind of it he'd be like oh so i was your second option from the very get like that's just not a good feeling to have he doesn't deserve it and you don't deserve it so and you can't convince you know, yourself you, know, to you like don't deserve someone. it and he definitely does not deserve right. it and you can and you'll never be able to convince yourself to like someone like you will always be missing that that chemistry um nick hopefully you didn't write that question and um yeah, Nick, checking on your mental health, and no, he didn't really have a reaction uh, we, with that, so I don't think he's associated with that question, which is good. We uh, we 
Man, great questions this week from our best friends out there. I mean, Austin, you could actually help a lot of people with this one. And I know I said it was the last question, but if if you did do (laughs) the one. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I hate online dating. Any tips for picking up girls in public? Tinder just depresses me since I cannot get girls to like me back. I know you two do not have this problem, but any tips would help even if you cannot relate. I think everyone can relate. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Are you kidding me? You know how many times that I've been in the bar and like, you know, in college or whatever. And like, I've looked at a girl and been like, like, you know, sometimes I'm the perfect level of drunk and I can approach the prettiest girl in the world and be like, Hey, you know? And then other times I'm like, no, hell no, hell no. I cannot approach that girl. She is beautiful or too pretty or I can't, I can't. So it's, I mean, everyone, everyone has had this, like you can have the most confident douchebag in the world tell you that he's never had this problem and he's a liar. Yeah. Um, I would say never do what everyone else does. Like, and both Austin and I have different approaches. Like for me, like, you know, paint my nails or something conversation starter. And honestly, like when you're in person in a bar, someone's going to ask me what my fingernail means or why I paint my fingernail. And Andy literally did it the other day to him. Literally, yeah. I was right there. And he was like, Craig, why do you paint your fingernail? And like, it was almost like a move. Yeah. It, it was funny. It, it was funny. And, and, and you know, Craig had a, sure. I, I am always of the thought process that you keep it super simple. And you're like, hey, my name's James. What's your name? Or like, hey, my name's James. Would you like a shot? Like it's such an icebreaker because I'm telling you, A, the girl's like, shot, right? I I mean, it's just like us. It's just like us. It's so tough. Craig, we've been there before. It's so tough when someone comes up to us and like, oh my God, Austin, or oh my God, Craig, I love you. Can I buy you a shot? And I'm like, I I should say no, but a shot sounds fun. Like that happens all the time. And I say yes, because I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for shots. I, I'm telling you, if you go, it's not just like, hey, let me buy you a drink. You take a shot because that's fun. Well, that's yeah, quick. and a that's drink easy. also that's not implies too much of a time. Yes, a drink it's implies not too much commitment. of a commitment. Yes, um, and so don't even you say take a shot. I, you don't even say like, if you want to mix it up, just be like, what's your favorite shot? Like, don't even say, oh, can totally. I buy you a shot? Just actually, like, I, I will say that affirmation Ooh, and like, assertive. yeah, assertiveness works and like walk up to someone you want to talk to and be like, what's your favorite shot? And then order it. Don't put like, that's like me asking Austin if he wants to fly to LA tomorrow. If I ask him, I will never get an answer and we won't go to LA. If I tell mm-hmm. Austin, we're going to LA, <laughs> he's going to be like, yeah, okay, I'd be I guess like, we're going to LA. I'd be like, wait, 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 what? Uh, uh, well, you know, when, and Craig would be like, dude, I got us two tickets. We're going to LA. There's this cool thing. And I'd literally be like, all right, cool. I'll see you there at the airport. So I think it's the simple things. Don't ever use a pickup line ever. And just walk up and be like, Hey, you know, just be normal. Just be a nice guy. And what's cool is there's not a lot of nice guys out there anymore talking to girls at the bar. And so if you are nice after you get past a certain age, nice guys do finish first. Um, but that's it. I'll let Austin take us out for this week. And okay. we can't wait to um, hang with our best friends next week. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right, best friends. 
Thank you for those questions. Thank you for tuning in this week. Sorry that I couldn't join you last week, but I was here with my best friend, my two best friends this week, and all of our best friends listening. God, I'm going to wear out best friend quick, but thank you guys so much for listening and uh, love you all. And we'll see you all next week. It's time for me to move on. So fuck you and goodbye. I gave you love and I hate it. Yeah, I let it time that I wasted. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.